Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, Sports Day with Sats and Rat and a Thursday night, which I love. I love so much because we're back to a full round of the NRL. Only one side has a bye this weekend, and that team is the Parramatta Eels. But in saying that as well, last night, the Ashes, day one of the Ashes and Australia were dominant. Uh, This is Sports Day brought to you by Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And Rat... You went to the casino on the Gold Coast to watch a bit of it, didn't I you? I did, yeah. Good yeah. crowd there. Oh, there was a few people there. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was um, great atmosphere. And what about Travis Head? Is he just like playing a different game to everybody else? Well, you know what? This is, this is what would be frustrating for England. We keep sitting back and hearing about Basball. Basball's going to light up the Test match cricket. And, and Brendan McCullum just sitting up on the... On the uh, in the on the Lord's balcony, just sitting back with his hat back and he's chewing his chewy and everything's cool. Yeah. But the opposition are actually doing basball on basball and Travis Head, Steve Smith, and and also a little bit of David Warner as well. They they had a mentality at some stage during their innings where it was well, Steve Smith still in that it was all about T Twenty or One Day Cricket. So that would be really frustrating and demoralising for the Poms. Yeah, I, I, I will say what I saw last night, um, the ball that, that bowled David Warner is yeah. one of the best fast bowling balls Young I've seen. Young Tong, yeah. Just a, a little, like, cutter off the seam, just back in, took out the middle and, and off stump. It was almost like he, he got bowled a ball before it and it was just, yep. it was a doozy. Missed, missed the stumps, it bounced over the stumps. This one was pitched up a little further and just cut him in half. Mm. Like, just unplayable. His name is spelt Tongue. Yeah. But last night the the journos, or sorry, the uh, the commentators were calling him Tong. So I'm not quite sure. Mm. I'm going to go with the people that are in England on SEN's cricket coverage calling him Tong. I'm going so, with Tongue. Are you going with Tongue? I like now? it, Tongue. You like it? I just, you know what I don't like? I don't like their tongues. They're just getting all lippy and that, the palms and. Well, I'll tell you what, one of their legends has actually teed off on them as well. Kevin Peterson. Has one he? Of the, one of the great. Uh, test match batters for, for England. And, and he, didn't mind having a chat himself. Exactly. This is what he had to say about his English side. Not a lot's caught my eye from an English perspective, Wardy. It's been shambolic. It's absolutely shambolic. You have overhead conditions. You have a wicket that suits your bowlers. And you've got bowlers running in at 78, 79, 80 mile an hour. Now, it's one thing walking here, swanning around and saying, hey, this is a wonderful team to play in. We're creating the best environment. But this is not Ashes cricket. I've played Ashes cricket. I've played 30 test matches against Australia. You, the Australians here were outside to back before the English bowlers. The English bowlers this morning should have been on those stairs saying, we want to bowl at Australia. We're desperate to bowl at Australia. These two Australian batters are out there waiting for England. They're the ones who should have been in the room saying, no, no, hold on, we don't want to bat. And it's all too easy and it's all too nice. Are you telling me Ricky Ponting in 2005 is going to be talking to Geron Jones? 
You think Michael Vaughan is going to be standing next to Justin Lang and saying, hey, mate, also, what a cool day. I mean, how look at this. It's overcast. It's beautiful. What an awesome, awesome day. I mean, environment here at Lords. And what do you think of the wicket? Are you joking? Are you absolutely joking? I just hope they're in their dressing room now and the England coach is giving them the biggest hammering and saying it's not good enough. It's absolutely not good enough. You cannot bowl that here today. You cannot have these conditions. You cannot declare for 390. You think Australia declaring today? You think Australia getting 390 today and saying England going to have a bat? Well, no if, chance. If they get through the first session tonight with another 80 or 90 runs and only lose one wicket, I think we'll see Australia uh, declare and, and get stuck into the pom straight away. For him, it's about he thinks they're not ruthless enough. He thinks they're too kind to Australia. Well, they've, they've got carry on, right? Yep. Like, you know, with Ollie Robinson in, in the first game and, you know, lipping up and, you know, bowling 128k an hour, like, you'd just laugh at him, wouldn't mm. you? Like, you just – and, and this is what Kevin Peterson says. Like, you, like that there's just – they're, like, two-faced. Yeah. It's like, I want to be all friendly off the field. On the field, we're going to carry on a bit. And it's just like, mate, get your act together. So the vision like, – to the vision to that um, – those words from Kevin Peterson, when you look at the vision of it, he, he's talking about – the English players walking through the tea room where you've got to walk through historically to get onto the, the to the ground and, and the players are just going down in dribs and drabs and Ben Stokes is sitting up on the balcony while the, the Australian batters are down there waiting to, to go onto the field and you've got to stand outside um, the rope, of course, before you get invited onto the field by the, uh, the officials, the umpires. And the English players just standing there talking to the batters. Now... It's the biggest game in Australia and English English cricket. calendar cricket. Yeah. So let's put it in rugby league terms. You're not sitting there in the tunnel talking to, you know, back in your day, talking to Freddie and Joey and, not, and not laughing and carrying. You might do it during an NRL match, but you're not doing it during an origin or before a test no, match, are you? definitely not. Yeah. And it's just like it, it, puts, the, it puts the competitors at ease. It puts mm. your competition at ease. You don't want them going out there. You want them – like terrified. Yeah. You want them thinking, what, what, what are they going to dish up to us today? Like you want them questioning themselves, not having, you know, this at ease conversation, feeling good about it. Um, yeah. I hope Australia just absolutely smash them. Well, just to go through some of those, uh, some of those numbers overnight, they finished the first day five for 339. Steve Smith on 85. Alex Carey will resume at the crease with him. Travis Head, he looked unbelievable. 77 from 73 balls. Uh, Warner was aggressive. Kawaja was good. As uh, sorry, he was steady and cautious. But I thought they formed a really good partnership. Kawaja can frustrate you because he's not getting a lot of runs, but he just becomes that mainstay where he just gets Warner on strike and lets Warner do what he does. So, yeah, and and Warner's looking. Good. He, look, he, looked he looked really good. Really good. Yeah. He looked really good. Uh, let's get to a break. After the break, uh, plenty of rugby league talk. We're going to talk to Jacob Caraz. The young gun from the Bulldogs, Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland, and also a lot more NRL news. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Now a chance. They're away again. Here's Caraz. He shows it. Goes straight past Gutherson. It is all the Bulldogs. Jacob Caraz scores their third try of the day.
He is one of the most exciting young outside backs we have in the National Rugby League at the moment. And I've got to say, Rat, mm. I think it's not too long until he wears a blue jersey one day. Mate, phenomenal. Absolutely. Love him. That man is Canterbury Bulldogs outside back. Jacob Carraz is on the line for Sports Day. How are you, Jacob? Yeah, I'm good, guys. How are you going? Now, we're talking to your media manager off air. What, what's his nickname? They said we just call him the Habib. What's the story there? Yeah, it's um, Habib's an Arabic word. It actually means it means baby, but um, us celebs just say it as like brother. So we just say Habib all the time. So I've got all the boys in the club saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, one. nice work. Now, we're going to talk about some of your teammates a little bit later on. But initially, we're reading up a little bit about you today. And obviously, grew up playing in the Canterbury-Bankstown district, the Barella Bears. and But you ended up at the North Queensland Cowboys on a three-year contract. How did that all come about? Yeah, um, it came from SG Ball. I was playing SG for Dragons, and then um, I was doing pretty good, and then I got scouted by Cowboys. was one of the clubs, and it was um, Clinton Zammett. He came and picked me up, and then I thought it was the best opportunity for me, for my career to go there, and... Yeah, um, I still would have been there if it wasn't for COVID, so, yeah. Right, so COVID opened the door for you to get back to yep. the Bulldogs. So, mate, well, when you were a kid, who was the team that you supported? Yeah, I was a Bulldogs fan, diehard. I used to go to all the games with my family. So, yeah, I was a diehard Bulldogs fan. Mate, um, I love watching you play. Uh, obviously, I was, I was an outside back. I was, I was a bit of a, li- I was a bit smaller as a winger than you are. I, I, I met you down at the Bulldogs there a few weeks back. But mate, what are yeah. you, what are you focus on in your game, mate? Is it, is it about um, finishing or is it about you know chewing up those meters to give you forwards a break? Because mate, you've, you've got some. You're just one of the biggest meter eaters in the game. Yeah, um, yeah. Coming in this year, I, I wanted, I wanted to. Um make my game about, you know, helping the forwards out, just telling them the front load in D and I'll come in and just help them out. So I made sure I was fit in the preseason. I got my body right. And so, yeah, so that's, that was really my aim just to, you know, keep the forwards just out of it. If I can come in and help them and it will help the team, I'll keep doing it. So, yeah, that was like one of my goals in coming into the season. Mm. So, mate, who, do, you, do you model your game off anyone? Do, do you, do you, did you have an idol growing up that you said, I'm going to play like him? Or do you, do you look at the game now and go, I want to be like that player? Um, if growing up, I, I loved the way Josh Reynolds played with his like, passion and his heart. So he was one of my favourite players growing up, the way he played. as a, Like, he really played, played with his heart. Like, if I'm being honest, he wasn't the most talented player, but because he played with his heart so much, it just inspired me, you know, just... So you just compete on everything. Everything will just happen. And probably now these days, if I'm being honest, I've looked, I've watched a lot of um, Brian Toto, the way he just runs the ball. I've just, yeah, I've been studying him, the way he defends as well. So yeah, so that's who I've been watching now these days. Hey Jacob, do you watch a lot of? We talk to a lot of NRL players, and some of them say, no, when I'm not playing, I don't watch one bit of rugby league. And I, I find that hard to believe when it's when it's actually yeah. one. It's your passion. It's your job. It's mm. Do you watch a lot of rugby league away from playing? Um, yeah, like I don't watch every game, but I like to watch. You know, some of the top teams I like to watch. I like watching to be a Penrith. Um, I do just for my game. I like doing lots of video on my game and how I can improve. So I watch those top teams, those players that I look up to, and try and see what I can implement in my game. So yeah, obviously I don't really. If I'm being honest, once I leave Belmore, I, I go home and talk to my family. Don't speak about footy. I just want to like zone out and just relax. But when there's a game on, sometimes I think it's best for me just to see what I can learn and implement that in my game. Now, as a kid that grew up in the in the district playing in the juniors, 
What does it mean to a young man like yourself? You're only 21 years of age, not 22 till the, till the off season. What's it mean to run out of Belmore, Belmore Oval in a game in front of a big crowd of your, your local community? Yeah, it means the world. Um, I love, that's why I love playing at Belmore. I think we should have more games in Belmore. But, um, you know, running out, I've always came and watched all the um, boys when they used to play. And now, you know, every time I think about it, it just it's still crazy to me. It still feels like, a, you know, it is a dream. Every day I wake up, I'm very grateful for this. So, yeah, it means the world to me and also my family. So, yeah. So, mate, how did you enjoy playing in the World Cup? Because you didn't play under Freddie, but you had a different type of coach, didn't you? Oh, Czech is the best. He's a great Czech guy, isn't he? Best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't, you know, he doesn't really know much rugby league, but he was in the systems. He knew the simple um, the simple stuff. But, yeah, he was one of the best um, rev-up coaches. You know, he just made our team believe. So, yeah, he was actually really good. With yourself in that, that World Cup when you were picked as a 17-year-old. So the international laws say that you've got to be over 18. Is that correct? <laughs> but the Lebanon rugby league laws say that you can be under 18 to play. So... That must have been a confusing time for you. Yeah, that was weird because I remember I got yeah I got picked in the test match and then I played and that was fine. But then the world nines I got picked and then I played one game. But because it was under NRL rules, um, they told me yeah well, I played one game and then I was getting ready to play and then they said I wasn't allowed to play. So it was very yeah it was very interesting and odd. But uh, the rules are rules. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, mate. Well, sometimes they they hurt you. Sometimes they help you, mate. Tell me what are you, what are your what are your goals in rugby league? What do you want to achieve uh, in the game? Yeah, um, obviously I got. Oh, if I'm being honest, I, I want to win a comp so bad. So obviously, you know, um, in the Bulldogs, it is going to take time, but that's my goal. I want to win a comp, and um, obviously, individual individually, I do want to play Origin. Um, that's one of my goals, and yeah, I want to I want to be the best player. If I'm being honest. Yeah, eventually. Well, I think you're certainly on the way to that blue jumper, mate, yeah. the way you've been playing. Keep working hard. Keep yeah. working hard. Now, you said you like watching a bit of rugby league, but so who's a player that obviously doesn't play for the doggies? Who's a player that yeah. makes you watch them? Is there a player currently in the NRL that you say, I've got to watch that game because I love watching that player? Yeah, um, Stephen Crichton. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. So what impresses yeah, you? Yeah, cool. Um, The way he defends... Um, the way he defends is, I think he's one of the best defensive centers in the game. So the way he defends, um, I really try to watch that as an outside back. Yeah, I honestly, you know, all the little stuff that he does that no one sees, I like. So yeah, so it's good that he's coming in next year. Yeah, mate. Have you have you always <laughs> been a, a winger, mate, or have you have, do you have aspirations to move into the centers or fullback? Is that is there aspirations for that down the track? Yeah, obviously down the track. Um, last year was my first year playing wing. I used to wow. be actually a 5'8 and fullback my whole career. So I played um, yeah, played fullback when I was younger and then I played a bit of centre in SG ball and 5'8. And then, yeah, last year I, I debuted playing centre and then um, they threw me on the wing and I did a pretty good job and then they just yeah, have been here since. But obviously down the track, yeah, I do want to play... Um, I do want to get closer to the action, but right now I'm more focused on whatever's best for the team and I'll do anything. Yeah, I know the feeling, mate. I got thrown on the wing once too and I was all right at it and I got stuck there for eight years. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually had to leave the That's codes it. to get off the wing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you'll be right, mate. You, I think you'll get plenty of opportunity whether you want to play the way you're playing. Don't be one of those players like Matty Rogers was <laughs> when he'd walk into coach's office every week and say, coach, 
I'm better than this. I'm a five eight. I'm a five eight yeah, coach. No, no, Don't I get into that. I just go do my job. Nice one, mate. Good, good, okay. good lad. Jacob, this is where we get to this is where we get to you know, find out how much of a character you are, okay? So we want you to let your personality yeah. out and we're gonna throw a couple of your teammates under the bus here. And I want to, I, I've known Max King ever since he was a kid. So I want Max King to be one of these people involved in these questions. Yeah, we okay? need the truth. We okay. need the truth. And nothing but the truth. Okay. So yep. if you've got two tickets to any event around the world, any sporting event, let's, let's say it's Super Bowl, for example, you've got one yep. ticket and you can only travel with another teammate. Who's that other teammate and why? Um, I reckon probably Josh Reynolds. Yeah, right. Oh, grub. Yeah. <laughs> grub. Good travel companion. He'd bite someone's ear off if yeah. they tried to pickpocket you or something. Hey, um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Is there a teammate that you want to mute? Just what you want to turn them off for twenty four hours and not hear from them at all because yeah. they're just a pest. Probably Foxy. Fox. Oh, oh yeah. let's try that. Oh, yeah. That's a that's an easy one in the team. I'm sure, lots of the boys would agree. <laughs> okay, who's the uh, who's the teammate Jacob that you could put on stage as a comedian and he could keep the crowd entertained with his jokes and his humour? No, no. Oh, Foxy, probably Foxy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he says comes out. He's laughs funny. Whatever he says comes out of his mouth is funny. Do you know what? I, I reckon the Foxy's going to be the answer to the next question as well. Yeah, right. Okay, you're at the Belmore Leagues Club. You just had a massive win against the Penrith Panthers. You've beaten them by 30. Yeah. It's a Friday night. The coaches said, have the next three days off. So you go, let's go, let's go to the club, and you're all on the dance floor. Who's the player yeah. that everyone just stops and watches and goes, that guy can dance? Oh, no, New Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, New Brown. Oh, I, see, I, saw, I saw a clip of him the he other day. He did that dance. That little dance, yeah. 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 yeah, he's insane. Yeah, yeah, him. He shocked a couple of boys. Yeah, nice. Okay, last question, Jacob. It's been great having you on. What was Jacob Carraz's welcome to first grade moment? And what I mean by that, was it running out in front of your family? Was it someone that smashed you in the first tackle? Or what was it? Um, I, I, it's probably my first tackle. And then I realized my first tackle was um, Payne Huss to kick off. That's all I remember. That was probably my welcome. To, yeah, that was like, yeah, I remember I was next to Josh, um, Jacko, Josh Jackson, and he was G-ing me up. Like, we're going to let's go, let's get him. And I'm like, well, wow, like pain us. And that was probably my first, you know, that's it, you're in NRL. Yeah. He's done that to plenty of others yeah, as well. Yeah, hey, nice. Jacob, everyone is enjoying watching you play uh, NRL at the moment. You're only very young, but I think you're going to have many, many years impressing and, uh, and making us uh, – just love the way that you go about your business. So yep. thanks very much for joining us on Sports Day, Jacob, and good luck this week. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, let's get to some more NRL updates. And it's around Origin as well, thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And I think, I can't remember how many years, like we've had this year, where we've had the depth in important positions. And, and, and what I mean by that is Billy Slater now with... Reese Walsh being out for Origin 3, apparently has reached out to Caelan Ponger at Newcastle and said, what's your availability for Game 3? Caelan Ponger said, coach, I love you, 
but no, I need to focus on club footy. I need to commit to my original yeah. decision. I, I like it, Sats. I, I like the fact that he's honouring his original decision to sit out, get his head right, get his footy back on track and look after his club. Um, I don't think it's disrespecting the jersey at all. Um, I think it's respecting the game, his club, and I don't think it's going to hold him back in any way, shape or form in the future. So AJ Brimson's probably the, the most obvious selection, but you, you think might be worthwhile throwing Hammer back there. There has been some whispers, Munster. That'll never happen. No, they're not moving Munster. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I like the thought of Hammer going back there and, and, and giving Gagai that send-off. But at the same time, um, you've you got to think, like, do, do you want to do you want to change two positions yeah, exactly. if you don't have to? Mm. Um, Hammer's been going great in the centre. So I, I can imagine being the 18th man last game, AJ would just slot, slot straight in there. Yeah, now Broncos skipper Adam Reynolds, well, he said to the club, I want to play beyond my contract, which ends at the end of 2024. He wants another two-year extension. Now he's 33 in just over a week, about the 10th of July. Based on the way he's playing, you'd say, no worries. You're getting this team around. But you know what? At first, even though they've got another year left on his contract, they don't have to panic. He's not going to go anywhere else. I want to see whether they get to, if they get to a top four position first. Yeah, you want to see him... Um firing at the business end of the season there's yeah. no doubt and, and get this young side you know into the finals and and beyond they're, they're going to play finals it's just how how far up the ladder that they finish um yeah I, I, look I, I don't think age will be an issue i i think he'll be functional and he, his body will, but but it's like you got to think about and like they did at south with him you got to think about um who's coming through mm. are you going to block um, you know, a young half that we've got here that will end up going somewhere else because they don't want to wait another two extra years to get their shot. Yeah. There's a number of things they've got to think about. The other thing too is, is there really any upside in them signing him for an extra two years? For no, the Broncos? There's, there's no upside. Well, they're, not, they, they're, not, they're not going to fight over another club for him. No. So really they're in the box seat, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, and at the end of the day, Sats, a, a club signs him for an extra two years and, you know, all of a sudden the form falls off a cliff. Yeah. They've still got to pay him. Mm. So it's like, yeah, well, he's not in that position of strength that, you know, maybe a 26-year-old, you know, firing halfback yeah. is in, you know. Um, I, I think they'd be happy just to, oh, we'll, we'll just play this one out. We'll just wait and see. Exactly. Well, he has been around the game a long time. And in relation to Reese Walsh, who is still very early on in his NRL career, he has had a comment around Reese Walsh and where he's at in his career at the moment. Well, the feedback was for Paddy. And, yeah, we, we spoke about it. Whether it was to the referee, Paddy, anyone in the team, the language was unacceptable. And we don't stand by that. Um, yeah, it does sound bad when it comes across a, a microphone. But, you know, he's, he's young. He's, he's still learning the game. He's still learning uh, when to pick and choose his moments, when to speak and when not to speak. And, um, you know, as a club, we need to support him, get around him, tell him it's not right. But, you know, it's a lesson to be learned. Now, he does say, you know, even if he is swearing and he's swearing at Paddy, so he's trying to obviously push the same line that they went to the judiciary with. And you've mm. just got to believe if that's what they believe, you, you've got to think they want to be able to tell, tell the truth. And he's more or less saying if he did say it to Paddy also, that's not on. Yeah. Well, well, we talked about this the other night. So mm. you, your senior players have got to get around him yeah. and, and make sure that, you know, one, he's all right mentally and he, he understands he's, he's screwed up, but we're here to support you and we'll help you through it and we'll get on the other side of it and we'll get back to playing good footy. And sounds like Adam Reynolds and, and the senior players are doing that. Well, like we've spoken about a few weeks ago, you can't have the goose of the week in NRL clubs anymore because 
because players don't want to be embarrassed wearing a pink shirt around or whatever it may yeah. be, whatever colour shirt, aubergine or whatever. He'd be wearing it. He'd be wearing it. <laughs> wouldn't he? In the old days, he would He'd be wearing, be wearing it. it. He would be copying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Polaris Centre Financial Year deals, well, they've been extended to the 31st of July, so you can still get up to $3,000 worth of free accessories on the Polaris Rangers, and we will look over Thursday Night Footy, which is the Cronulla Sharks hosting the Dragons tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, the warm-up segment. Thanks to Reem. Let's discuss the Thursday night footy. I love it that we're back to Thursday night and a full round as we lead into Origin 3. Reem has been manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years. Now, Cronulla coming off the bye. The bye has actually been quite favourable to sides this side. And a 38-point win over the Dogs as well. Um, they've been pretty inconsistent, it's fair to say, this year. I don't think – when you look at the actual ladder, the NRL ladder, the Sharks are sitting in fourth on 22 points. I don't think they've been really convincing this year. Oh, mate, they've had a couple of buys already. The Panthers are on 24 points. Mm. So the Panthers have had two buys. Sharks have had three buys. Mm. Um, so a lot of people say, oh, yeah, it's not a realistic ladder. Well, you are where you, you are where you are and you've got the ability to stay there and improve. So – you can only deal with the cards that are, that are given to you. So they're two points off, off first place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll be disappointed, you know, particularly with a few of their performances this year. They'll, they've had a couple of good wins, yep. last couple of starts, and, and they'll want to build on that. Um, they had a good win against the Bulldogs in their last game, won by 38 points. I mean, admittedly, you know, the Bulldogs aren't your competition heavyweight, but you can only beat who's in front of you, and they they did that well. Uh, they'll want to, they'll want to go on with that against St. George tonight. Um Big game, Blake Braley's 100th. There's yeah. been a lot of hype around that. He's mm. a local junior, so uh, they want to go out and put on a good performance and it's at Shark Park. So uh, I'm expecting them to go out and have you know a strong 80-minute performance tonight, and I expect them to win comfortably. They're fifth in the comp when it comes to defence. Now, they they were pretty ordinary through the first half of the comp- competition, those first 17 rounds, that, that middle period, they've been quite disappointing, but they've been able to scale that back mm. a little bit. And having three buys also means you're not conceding any points. What about this, Matty? I sent this to you earlier on today. The left side defence, which is Matty Fiangai, yep. Fienai, uh, Moses Suley and Bur- uh, Ben Murdoch-Masilla and Jaden mm. Sullivan be there yes. tonight as yep. well. They've conceded 33 tries, yeah. the most in 17 rounds. To, to, to the right side, 16. So more than double the amount of tries are conceded on that left edge. And you look at that right edge of Cronulla. So Britton Nakora. Britton Nakora, uh, Jesse Ramian, yep. Sione Katoa. Boom. Just... Like, Sione Katoa is a, one of the top finishers in the game. You've got Britton Nakora, one of the best hole runners in the game. It's, yep. um, I think they're going to be going there. So um, if you do like a, a bet, <laughs> you might want to look at some try yeah. scores on Cronulla's right. Um, just remember, you win some, you lose more. Yeah, so I'm just having a look at that game really quickly. And even though Suli has been there most of the season, uh, looking at the Dragons team, Jack Bird has been dropped. And in place of Moses Suli is uh, Tate Monga. So hasn't been in there. Uh, there's not a lot of confidence down that left well, side. Well, Jack defense. Bird defends on that left edge. Yeah, he does. And and last week he was awful. Got injured early, stayed on the field, shouldn't have stayed out there, and was just was rubbish. Um, so yeah, they, they, they want to pick up their performance uh, on on what was there last week because 
Uh, Britton Nakora is probably one of the best hole runners in the game. Yeah. Uh, they give him an opportunity, he'll take him. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Sharkies by 13 plus. You the same? Yeah, yeah, I'm Sharkies by yeah. that. Hot water yeah. needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Remember that as a kid, the ad? Oh, yeah. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a room. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland will give us some tips for the Winter Racing Carnival. Last weekend, it is for Queensland Racing. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, we've got the final weekend of the Winter Carnival on this weekend, and Queensland is your place to race. Just remember, what are you gambling with? And Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland joins us. How are you, Nelson? Um, Going very well, thanks, Sats. Good evening to you. Good evening, Matty. Oh, Matty's a little disappointed. He didn't have a great day on the golf course. Oh, mate, it it does disappoint me, Sats. I I try really hard, and when it doesn't work out, I get a little bit disappointed. But but what is working out is the Winter Racing Carnival in Queensland. Nelson. What's going on this weekend? What 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 can we expect? Just before I start on that, what does that mean, Sats? He shot three under or something. Yeah. Oh, very please! Disappointed. No, don't you start. If don't it's got feed a positive, it. if, <laughs> if, <laughs> it's got, if it's got a like a, a plus, like a, a two over yes. or three over. If it's in black, oh, you can, just, you like can like read it. his body language. His shoulders oh, are slumped. He makes me sick. <laughs> No, so can we talk about horse racing, please? Okay. All right, guys. Well, we do. Weekend, uh, we yeah. do finish off. Yeah, we do finish off the final weekend of uh, of ten. It's been a, a long, long carnival, but it's been a cracking carnival. There's been some real highlights. Uh, we finished at the Sunshine Coast on Saturday. We've got the Groups Three Winks Guineas. We have the listed Caloundra Cup, and we have the listed Glasshouse Handicap. So, what is going to be a really good day's racing? Uh, the last, the last four races. Those three are included in those last four. I think they're the most interesting of the day. So if you want to get out and have a hit early, Matty, do that. Shoot yes. three under, and then you can come back and uh, get involved later in the day. Be hey, all over it. Nell, so uh, the Queensland racing has really been blessed, hasn't it, with the, the winter carnival and the weather? Oh, it's. I can't remember a carnival where we haven't had at least one heavy track or a slow track or a soft track somewhere along the way. If you remember last year... Uh, both Doombin feature meetings, the Cup of the 10,000, were transferred to Eagle Farm. We had that much rain, whereas this year we've had nothing. And it looks as though we are just going to sneak in. Uh, here we're going to get some uh, decent rain as of Monday. So we'll just sneak it in and get one more day, which will be terrific. Probably won't get uh, the sunny skies that we've had at, uh, at the Sunshine Coast on a Saturday, but at least it'll be dry. Okay. What are we spending our money on this week? Win some, lose well, more, of course. Of course. Uh, race seven, number two. This is the Wing Skinnies, Soothsayer. I think uh, Soothsayer can win here. Beautifully placed in the barrier draws. Gets a lovely, or well, should get a lovely run in the race. And, and this I is where, the this is where again, sorry, Nelson. They're all Sunshine Coast. All Sunshine all Coast, sunshine yep. Coast. Yes. Uh, I'll start that again, Soothsayer. I think he gets a lovely run from the gate. He's got the best form through Hawaii 5-0, Yellow Brick and Co. I think he'll win. So race seven, number two, Soothsayer. Uh, the eighth race, the Glass House, bit of value here. Number fourteen, Aureus Angel, at nearly double figure odds. Oh, uh, we love going that. Really well. Nelson. Yeah, she's been going really well. She's been storming home, just like uh, Maddie does on the course, and uh, she gets fourteen hundred metres here, so she's going to love that. So back her each way, number fourteen, and in the last, number three, race nine, number three, Rubiquitous. I think he'll go to the front, and I think that is the last they will see of him. It'll all be rump steak from there on. I think Rubiquitous <laughs> can lead throughout. So those those last three races, hopefully, will uh, 
We'll put some dollars in our pockets. Oh, straight to the Malula Bar Surf Club. Straight after yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> exactly. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Last weekend of winter racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Thank you, Nelson. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, before we go, it's a challenge for all of us in the office. Kicking off this Saturday, July 1st, 11.70 goes hard. So 11 of SEN's talent. 70-day physical and mental health challenge. Hello. So okay. we're inviting you to join the on-air team as well, if you want. Well, give us yours. So I'm going to give up Hot Milo, which I have every night That's for embarrassing. 70 days. That's not even a challenge. I'm going to do 70 push-ups. Oh, I like that. And every day I'm going to do a kind gesture for someone for 70 days. Mate, shouldn't that what? just be part of your life? Yeah, but now I'll be a lot more concerned about oh, doing it as well. Okay, well, I'll do the 70 push-ups. I'll give up soft drink. And I'm going to get on my wind trainer or go for a run every day for 70 days. Shoot so. 70 for 70 yeah, days. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and shoot 70 within that 70 days. Yeah. 70, Thanks to 70. Jacob Caraz and also Racing Queensland's Chris Nelson. Enjoy the footy tonight and enjoy the weekend. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day.